Hello, everyone. My name is Mark Anthony with Edge on Regenerative Medicine Show. Hope you're all doing fantastic. I have a special guest tonight or morning, wherever you're at. Uh, we're going to be talking on about testosterone. Does testosterone really work? A lot of people have a lot of questions. About it. I have Dr. Jody Tanner here. You can also find her at livingwelldakota.com. I take it she lives in Dakota. I'm just playing. Livingwelldakota.com. So you can also reach her at 701-712-8555. And um, again, thank you so much, doctor, for being here on the show with us. Thanks for having me. I appreciate the interview. Oh, I'm, I'm excited because we have, we have a, a, a I, I call it, I don't like to use the word touchy subject, but we have a subject that I see a lot of people on the internet talk about testosterone, testosterone, especially in the, in the midfield. You know, a lot of men use it for working out, you know, a lot of men in their 40s and 50s. And um, I see that it works, but I also see a lot of people having questions um, about it. But before we go into testosterone, if you wouldn't mind maybe just telling us a little bit about yourself and how you uh, began uh, livingwelldakota.com. So, so basically, I just decided that I wanted to go out on, on my own because I wanted to be able to have the freedom to create and use my own ideas to help people find healing. And I wanted to get back to the grassroots of health where your voice is heard and you're able to, we bring the doctor to you, meaning that we're able to have access to the doctor. I think we have gone away from actually allowing even we call them patients, but I call them clients because patient is even some of the words that come along with patients. Mm. If you look it up, it's like victim, sufferer. Um, and I don't like that. That's not empowering. I don't think the word patient is empowering. I think I, I see you as a client. I see you as somebody who we are collaborative together to help you become the CEO of your own health. And um, to find access to me and to be able to have access to me, I think we have created a system in medicine where we have so many steps to get to the doctor that it this is disempowers the client to change and to find wellness. And so being able to take those ideas and use those that creativity on my own, I decided that, hey, I gotta, I gotta make the break. I, I love, I love how you explain that. Um, you know, back in the 50s, it was more like that. Mm -hmm. And I love that we bring the doctor to you. I've Yours is the first website I've ever actually seen that, that approach. And I like that because we're, you're going back to the basics. You're going back to where it all began. It's people. It's helping people. And, and I'm not saying about your practice, but I've, I've noticed that a lot of doctors out there, you know, you're just continually coming back, back getting more pills or getting more, getting more whatever you need to get just to get you through. And the type of doctor that I've I've noticed that you are is you want to find the root. Okay, let's find the root of the situation and let's get you better. And that's what we need. America needs to get back to. <laughs> you know, um, I love that. So tell me a little bit about you know how, how long have you been in practice and and what what not just how long have you been in practice, but what got you into um, helping people with testosterone? We'll take it from there. So I think it's my own personal journey. I worked in um, 
you know, for the VA system, kind of internal medicine type of thing for several years, you know, about 14 years. And I felt like I was just kind of pushing a lot of medications. I, I knew what medications did this and what side effects caused this. And I felt like the perspective was, you know, when you come in the door, what kind of medication that can we put a bandaid on the problem and get you to feel sort of better and, and, and I didn't feel like that was working, especially when I got my when I got sick myself. It didn't work, you know. Um, and that traditional side of thinking didn't work for me. And that's why I went on my journey of saying, okay, what is out there? How can we really get to the root cause of what makes us sick? And I think there's a lot of truths out there that we aren't collaborating together. I think the naturopathics, the chiropractics, the allopathic, we all have a perspective that needs to join in unity and to be able to use their skills and to bring those together to find wellness. And so that was my main concept is I wanted to go on this search of why are we ill? And so that's when I started my journey of just learning, reading, you know, studying, going to conferences. Um, and I eventually became functionally medicine certified because I felt like they had some, some concepts that they could bring to the table. And then, you know, there's a lot of things about cleaning up my gut, cleaning up my diet that I had to look at. But then I knew that there was a missing piece mm -hmm. and that was the hormone piece. And that, especially when I went through menopause, um, I realized, hey, there is an element that I was missing with the hormones. And I, there's something I don't, there's, we know so, some things about hormones we do know, but there's some reason that we are just being attacked hormonally. <laughs> and um and with those hormones aren't balanced, we're never going to find that wellness we're searching for. And so that's kind of what got me in the path of learning about hormones is basically I couldn't sleep, you know, and I felt achy. I couldn't think well. Um, wow. And I was just like, hey, if this is what menopause is about, who wants to go till 85? You know, this isn't fun. <laughs> and so I, I just was kind of searching for that. And, you know, I came from the era in my profession where the WHI studies said take everybody off hormones, you know, and I think that was oh, around wow. 2001. Mm -hmm. And we did that because they thought that it might cause, you know, some cardiovascular risks and breast cancer, but we didn't realize that it was the non-bioidentical hormones that were the risks that were involved. The bioidentical hormones is exactly the chemical structure of what's in our body. And so I was like, gosh, you know, we've not allowed women to have hormones for 21 years and we scared them away from something wow. that's made from a yam that can make us feel fabulous. And so that's when I went on this search and started to do bioidentical hormone replacement. And it was amazing. I felt like my brain got a new pair of glasses. Um, I finally realized, hey, you know, this is what's having a libido about, you know, I Oh. women need testosterone. They, you know, it's not fair that you can't have the libido either. And so to realize that's really important, not only testosterone to our brain function, mm -hmm. but also to our bone strength oh. and also to our cognitive function. And, you know, and there's also that benefit of the, you know, it increases our libido and it increases our, um, ability to connect. If we don't have hormones, we don't, we have this irritability and an inability to connect because, you know, we just don't feel well. And that's what I felt hormones did for me is I felt like, Hey, Hey, there's a new look in life and my brain can now function. And, um, and it's just amazing. It just really lights people's lives up 
when you found Did you notice the difference right away when you when you started to try it? So um, yes, I noticed differences pretty quick afterwards. But this is what I tell all my clients is I think there's several things into our health and it's like a, a medical puzzle. If we, you know, if there's several pieces missing and we just start for the, the first two or three pieces, you know, we're not finished yet. You know, those two or three pieces is start of the puzzle, but until you get the full picture, we have to continue to connect the rest of the pieces. Hmm. And so if it's just the last two missing pieces of your puzzle, you will notice a really quick response. But I think I would say 95% of the people notice some sort of response or even greater, um, especially if you've gone through menopause or you've gone through and you haven't had hormones for a period of time. Um, but, you know, not testosterone is not for everybody. I mean, you might have a thyroid issue. You might have um, Hashimoto's that has to be cleared up. That's a hormone. Um, you know, looking at insulin, insulin's a hormone, cortisol's a hormone, even leptin's a hormone, vitamin D's a hormone, progesterone's a hormone, estradiol's a hormone. So <laughs> there's a lot of different hormones that, and women are more complicated because we have a few more of, in uh, hormones in that mix. But um you have to look at all of them. And, um, but I would say, yes, I noticed uh, an effect pretty quick. Um, but also if you don't clean up your gut and learn at other reasons that maybe you are causing the low testosterone, some of the common reasons for low testosterone is sleep apnea. A lot of people, you know, I try to fix the testosterone, but if they don't fix the sleep apnea, very difficult for them to feel well because they're not resting well because they're not breathing at night <laughs> you know and so you know that's a common thing that we have to look at and also there's something called chronic inflammatory response mm -hmm. syndrome which is something that affects the innate immunity and what that does is it, it drives your testosterone into it um, drives your testosterone into estrogen and lowers your testosterone. Oh, wow. So if you don't correct that innate immune response, you know, again, you're still not fixing the root cause. And testosterone is affected by estrogen. Sex hormone binding globulin, what binds up the testosterone can be affected. You know, estro estrogens can affect that as well as insulin, as well as thyroid can affect that. And so it, you know, there's several moving parts that we have to look at and address. Mm -hmm. And so as we do that, we begin to find that picture that makes you feel well. I like that. So what I'm hearing you say is that it's looking at the whole body as a whole. You, you might think you need this, but hey, you might, before you get this, you need, we need to fix this. There are certain steps that we need to take sometimes instead of yeah. saying, right, I need testosterone because correct me if I'm wrong, you know, before we do anything, we do a blood work, correct? How would that, correct. How, yeah. would that how would that work? You would do blood work and what would the, let's say if I was going to be a patient of yours, how, how would those steps look like? So, yeah, so I do blood work. There's different ways in which you can test hormones. Um, there's one, there's a Dutch test that you can do, which is more of, you know, there's a urine test that you can check. There's saliva tests and there's blood testing. Mm -hmm. I do more blood testing. I think, you know, there's pros and cons to each form of testing. I think um, estrogen, you can see through some of the urine testing, how estrogen is metabolized. You can, estrogen's a little bit, I think better to do with a urine sample, but generally most people want just to get their blood drawn. And so we can see a sort of picture with that. Um, testosterone, I think is better accurate to be tested with, um, 
with blood. Um, and so that's where I start is I do a blood panel, which um, is a complete blood panel where we check, you know, all those, we check the thyroid, we check the testosterone, the estrogen, um, the insulin. I like to check ferritin or iron or iron can affect how our thyroid works. And so, you know, I, there's just a basic metabolic, basic panel that we do with basic labs and go from there. Awesome. Have you, have you noticed since COVID a lot of people coming in with brain fog? And if so, you were saying something about the brain that it helps clear things up. Have you seen anything like that? Um, yes, I think, I think COVID is still, we're trying to work that out and trying to, um, figure out what is causing this immune issue that's going on. I think balancing the hormones helps our immunity, but I also think there's other steps with, you know, long COVID that we have to address. And I think what long COVID has done, it is, it has not allowed us, it, it has prevent. For so long, I think we can ignore our health. And now when we've gotten COVID, if we oh, have some underlying condition, we can no longer ignore our diet. We can no longer ignore that pain that maybe we were trying to ignore. And it just brings all these medical problems to the forefront mm -hmm. and say, and just says, hey, look, you got to take care of yourself. And so I, I think, and, and looking and digging deep, I mean, Hey, is your asthma controlled? Hey, is this controlled? Yeah, and your hormones is part of balancing that and getting your energy back. But I don't know of any association that COVID is causing low testosterone other than there is some studies that I have seen that has shown that this inability or if you have this genetic halotype that you can, can't present your innate immunity to your adaptive immunity, it can take your testosterone and aromatize it to estrogen. And you can have low testosterone. And if you don't correct that chronic inflammatory response syndrome, which some people think is aggravated by COVID, it can, it can literally cause kind of this increasing storm of health problems. So I wish it was just a simple answer, you know, where you can just, I got you know, you. Give, give, I wish I could just give you a pill You're like, yeah, and I tried says. that and it didn't work for a lot of my clients. It just doesn't work. And there are sometimes that medications are needed, but yeah. So that's kind of what I felt with COVID is, that, yeah, it is a piece to it, mm -hmm. but is it the whole piece? No. Awesome. So my question to you, would you, with the amount of people that you see, say working with testosterone, would you say that it's 50, 50? with women and men, or what would you say the number that you're averaging seeing? No, mostly women, mostly really? women. I would say 70% of women for me. Wow. Huh. And I, and I don't, I think that's, I think there's a lot of, most women go to the doctor, men don't. You're right about that. And I think yeah. you see that even in a clinic, in a normal clinic, you'll see mostly women. Very yeah. few men come to the, to the doctor and um, there has to be a lot of things that motivate them, especially if their testosterone is low and they're having some dysfunction sexually. It's not something you want to necessarily go address with your provider. Um, but it can, it, it's a just amazing. It's like, you know, it's amazing if you do take care of that, how much energy, how much better sleep you're going to get and how quality of your life is just going to go up. and. Um, a sign of our sexual health is a sign of our health. And so if we're not functioning sexually, then there's something wrong. Wow. And so we need to make sure we fix that. 
And it could, you know, again, if we're not functioning sexually, it can also mean cardiovascular disease, you know, because we have nerves and a vascular system and we have a hormonal system that keeps us all functioning sexually. And so, you know, we got to make sure that we, we address that. So if that's not working in your life, you need to realize something's wrong and let's not wait until you have a massive heart attack to figure it out, but it's a sign that you're not doing well. Well, it's, it's interesting that you said that you see mostly women and it's, it's, it's awesome. Cause I'm able to connect with other doctors and um, some doctors out here. Oh yeah. 95% is men. And I, I'm, I'm, but I'm, what I'm seeing is that a lot of men are taking testosterone from ages, say 40 to on up. It's because they feel maybe more sluggish. They're not, they don't have the energy to, to, to go work out. And I also, correct me if I'm wrong, but I also heard that it helps when you're working out to build on muscle a lot faster. Yes, for sure. It, it, and it helps you lose weight because you're building more muscle than fat. And so, yeah. Most definitely. How, do, how does it help with the bone density though? I don't, I don't that doesn't really make sense to me. Um, there's some studies that it actually improves bone density. And I can't tell you the exact scientific mechanism mm -hmm. of how it works with the osteoclast and osteoblast. But um, there is some research and studies that show it can help with bone strength. Because a lot of times you can't give estrogen in people who have breast cancer, mm -hmm. but you can give testosterone um, and it can actually improve the bone density. And there are studies that shown that it does improve the DEXA scan. Yeah, I, I, I believe it. I, I have some friends that are like in their 60s and my, my, one of my friends is like, yeah, I only work out, you know, two, three days a week. And I'm like, dude, you're buff. <laughs> like literally chiseled out. I'm like, the guy's at 65. I'm like, wow, maybe I need to go that direction. Yeah. Uh, but <laughs> now but, I don't think you know. I look buff like that, no, but I, I, mean, I, I, mean, work that. <laughs> I don't put that in and you go I out and look it. like Arnold or something. Oh boy. I love it. <laughs> yeah. So about let's go a little bit um, deeper here. Or would you say all testosterones are equal? No, no, there's non-bioidentical testosterone and there's bioidentical testosterone and the non-bioidentical testosterone is more likely to cause platelet stickiness. So when you have platelets that stick, it's more of a clotting type. It's, so you're more risk of cardiovascular um, strokes, you know, high blood pressure. There's just more risk with the non-bioidentical testosterone. When you say platelets, you know, we're, we're talking to, you know, we have people out there that maybe are wondering, well, what did she just say? Platelets that stick. How would you break that down? Just pretend I'm a third grader. It's like clotting. <laughs> it's like when you bleed and things kind of clot, those platelets help and kind of forming a clot so that you don't bleed to death and so you know you don't want to have a lot of platelet stickiness because you don't you know want to have the risks like cardiovascular risk that comes with that and so there's definitely more links to the non-bioidentical okay. wow so as we, we we talked about them not being all equal what are some of the things that people should be asking because i mean there's people that see they need they might possibly need testosterone, but they see, okay, this doctor over here, or they're seeing it online, is yeah. selling it for uh, $59.95 a month. Just take a pill and it'll help you with boost your, your immunity and everything compared to, say, paying, uh, you know, four or five times more than that. 
Well, testosterone is never should be given as effectively orally because it can um, go and break down in the liver. And, you know, there's, there's disadvantages for that, you know, more gallstones, blood pressure issues and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And I don't feel like it's as effective as doing it in the best way of doing testosterone is to do it um, either through, you know, you have to do it in injections. You know, there's some non-bioidentical that you can do through injections. Mm -hmm. And also you can do it through a cream or subdermal route, or you can do it through a pellet route. And a pellet is where we actually insert it into the subcutaneous fat of your hip. Wow. And then, then the blood vessel forms around that pellet. And every time your heart beats, it gives you continuous testosterone. I felt the way I personally get my testosterone <laughs> is through a pellet. Uh-huh. Because I feel like um, you get a quicker response through a pellet. Now, there's some people who maybe will debate that. But in my clinical practice, most people love their pellets. They love their pellets. And cream takes a lot longer, too. Because skin can vary on how it absorbs. Oh, I see. And a lot of times, your skin um, and how you apply it, it really should be given more than twice once a day to really have an effect. So if you see, you know, testosterone is going to wear off, you know, anywhere from 12 hours to 24 hours, you're going to get more of this throughout the day, where if you do it through the pellet form, and it's in the fat of your tissue, and the blood vessel forms around that pellet, you're going to see more over a period of three or four months, kind of like this. A lot of people don't like the creams because they don't want to share it with their partner. You know, maybe you might want to share your testosterone, but then do you really want to pet your dog after you apply it, you know, or make sure you have to just be careful what you do Mm -hmm. with the creams, you know, touching the faucet, petting your dog after you put it on, getting in the sheets and rubbing it on the sheets, and then you're sharing it with maybe your children or your partner or whoever. And so it can just be a little bit more complicated and messy. Mm -hmm. But some people really like the creams because they just don't want to go through the the insertion of the pellet and you can't take the pellet out, but I have never once uh, had anyone ask me that they wish I would take the pellet out. I've always said, I wish you'd put more in. Okay. Okay. I like that. So I, so, you know, sometimes it takes a little while to figure out the exact dose. So we might have to put more in or you might've overshot a little bit of the testosterone. So maybe someone might be having a little bit more acne Mm -hmm. or some male pattern hair loss that they don't like. Um, You know, and so we just need to adjust the dose next time and we can put you on some medications or supplements that can kind of lower it a little bit until we get the right dose. I like that. Do you guys take insurance? Yes, we do. But bioidentical hormones is not something that is covered by insurance. But like the evaluation prior to the the treatment, you know, we can definitely take insurance for that. Okay. Now I have I have a big question I hear a lot on online. Um, As you know, everybody uh, goes to Dr. Google. So if they have a problem, you know, Google says, oh, okay, I guess my ear is going to fall off next week. But But, you know um, what? What I like about that, though, is we need, I don't like it when we tell the client, you're not allowed to figure it out. Exactly. I like that. And so I think going to Dr. Google, collecting the information is fun. 
But now going and confirming it with somebody who's been in that type of practice or had that type of experience and saying, yeah, I think this seems right. No, this seems wrong. Because let's let's face it, we all use Google. Mm-hmm. We all use Google to collect our information. Correct. And there's misinformation, correct. But there's also a lot of good information. Mm-hmm. And so anyway, so. I didn't I like mean to interrupt that. that. Yeah. No, I love the way you put that. That was that was awesome. Um, the the big question that I that I do have, and I'm seeing people, a lot of people asking, and not sure is still are steroids the same as a, a, a testosterone? And it, how does that? How would you explain that? Um, is steroids the same as testosterone? I mean, anabolic steroids, there's a correlation and, and to be honest, I don't know exactly all the fine, you know, chemical structure of it, but, um, considering it is a different type of steroid Mm -hmm. and whether or not you would say that bioidentical testosterone, I, that's a good question to, uh, to, to be hundred percent sure, but like anabolic, they, you know, is that a steroid, how it busts you up and works as, as right. that. I, I, I think there's some resemblance of such, but I, it, I think working like a steroid for anti-inflammatories versus testosterone, they work very differently in, in how they function. Mm-hmm. And so, um, to qualify it as a steroid, um, I wouldn't know for sure, like the anabolics type of steroids and how they use it in bodybuilding and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. There is definitely a correlation for the bioidentical ones. I don't know. I, I, I guess that's something I would have to, to know if I could use that term correct on that one. Um, it's, a, it's an interesting one. It's yeah. It's, yeah. It's, this so, is what people are thinking. Like, are they the same or are they totally different? I mean, I would say they're different. I personally, they're different in the way they function. Oh, yeah, 100%. I say they're steroid. I mean, there's different types of steroids, mm-hmm. and so you know, does there do they have similar functions in the way they work? Possibly, but I wouldn't necessarily call that a steroid. And you know, a steroid mm-hmm. is something different in the way it yeah. functions a little bit different in how it functions. Um, but I would definitely have to, you know, that's yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah, good question. <laughs> yeah, they're good questions. And maybe I need to learn and go learn my little a little bit more on that term, whether or not I can use it as such. Um because doesn't steroids kind of do more work more with the heart? So I mean, I know that a lot of people that have maybe um had problems and issues is taking too much steroids, of course. I mean, too much of anything is a bad thing, but I've noticed people that like bodybuilders. Yeah, take steroids. It's always something with their heart, and I've never heard that with the testosterone. No, and that and it's made from a yam. So I mean, it's like those those bodybuilding steroids. It does. It it actually increases your risk of high blood pressure, cardiovascular disease, and strokes. Because the steroid is modified. It's 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 really modified. Yeah, and it's it's not not bioidentical. It's changed, and it's it's and and so how it works on your body is totally different. Um, mm-hmm. no, exactly. Yeah. But, steroids, you got buff legs the next day. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I, bioidentical testosterone is not going to give you, it's going to help you build more muscle, but it's like, it's not going to be your friend who's 60. And just because, you know, 
it's going to help you build more muscle, but it's not going to help you in a bodybuilding contest to build the muscle to the extent that they were using steroids in that type of competition. Exactly. Um, I like that. Yeah. So, I mean, that's the actual term, I guess I, yeah, but I would not consider bioidentical testosterone to work the same as like a steroid, which has different risk. I mean, steroids actually deplete your bones and causes osteoporosis and it just causes all the other negative effects that bioidentical testosterone doesn't cause. Exactly. And then for the, the last question I have for you, if you were to leave with everybody, three things that you've seen that helps people, I'm going to rewind that real quick, not three things that helps people, but what are three things that you believe that you might possibly need testosterone if you're struggling with possibility? Um, Low libido, poor sleep, low energy, Hmm. You're all, I can go um, on and on. <laughs> erectile dysfunction, brain fog. Um, those are probably the, you know, I, I did more than three. <laughs> no, that's good. That's good. I should have said seven. <laughs> yeah. But those are the main thing is just energy, um, sleeping poorly. Um, those are the things that, again, but can those be symptoms of other underlying problems? Yes. That's why it's important to get blood work done. Yeah. Yes, correct. Well, Dr. Jody, I just want to say thank you so much. This was fun. I actually had a a good time with you. enjoyed a cup of coffee with you. And uh, again, thank you so much for being here. Everyone, if you would like to get more information, call the number on the screen, 701-712-8555. You can also go to our website at livingwelldakota.com livingwelldakota.com. Everyone remember sharing is caring. It's about getting the word out to helping other people. Please share the video and everyone. Thank you so much. God bless and God bless you, Dr. Jordan. Thank you. Thank you for having me. All right. Have a good one. Bye.